Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and the American Forces Network, by the way. Pick hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. You can see it right there. And if you're listening to us on the radio saying, what's he talking about? Clearly, we are streaming live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter as well. And you can find us very easily. Hashtag Parlay Radio. Lots of great stuff today. January the 16th, 2020. National Nothing Day, by the way. So we're just going to end the show right here. Okay, just kidding. In point of fact, we're going to trade National Nothing Day for uh, Rid the World of Fad Diets and Gimmicks Day. You take your choice, whichever one you want. But we have neither fad diets nor gimmicks nor nothing to offer you today. We have a complete plethora of free sports picks for you on this show, just as we do every day of picks and parlays right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. By the way, where we are live at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday. On today's show, uh, Craig Trapp, El Huapo. We're going to talk a little college basketball. Then uh, the Duff man does indeed cometh, Joe Duffy. Sean Duffy still sick, unable to attend. Joe will pinch hit for him. We're going to have a little NBA and college basketball action. And in case you're getting the idea, yes, we have a lot of college basketball today because we are right into conference playing college basketball. And, of course, we will top it off with more college basketball for you. How about that? Chip Chirimbus, the chipper chicken dinner himself, will join us here on the show. We're going to talk some NBA and, hey, surprise, surprise, some college basketball. And Middle Tennessee, we're going to talk Oregon, Washington, Florida Atlantic, Santa Clara, Gonzaga, Arizona State, Colorado, Arizona, Utah, Memphis, Cincinnati, Cal at those awful, spoiled little brats at USC. We're going to talk about it all right here on the show. By the way, we'd love to hear from you during the show. All you have to do is fill out the comment section on any of our social media platforms, and we will see you there and bring you into the show and do our very best uh, to incorporate your, com your comment into our fine programming. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back to kick it off with Craig Trapp, picksandparlays.net. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on this network, and of course, streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you miss, miss any part of this show, you can catch the whole thing on replay on any one of our social media sites and, of course, at the Believe Podcast Network. I say, of course, because no self-respecting show these days is complete without their very own audio podcast, and we do, in fact, have that at the Believe Network. All right, in studio with me right now, His Royal Highness... That's right, El Huapo. He's decided that uh, he's had enough of the royal family and he's going to strike out on his own. El Huapo himself, Craig Trapp. I'm not moving to Canada, though, but I'm going to just... I don't know if I'll move to Vegas full-time, but I'm here most of the time, it seems like. Canada, not for your liking. I, you know, no, it's too cold. College basketball for your liking? Yeah, I like a little NCAA basketball this time of year. March Madness is just two months away. It is indeed. Well, let's get to it. We have three games that we have found. Now, let's start, Craig, with the one that is probably nearest and dearest to your heart, you being an Ohio boy and all. Cincinnati, Memphis. 
uh, the, and the AAC. The Bearcats are 10 and 6, 6 and 10 against the spread. They're 6 and 4, won the last two games. Uh, they have that nice victory over UCF, 68-54. They're 1 and 3 straight up and against the spread away from home, because of course they are away here. They're 3-1 and one in conference. Total is under in four of the last six games. And the Memphis Tigers, 8-2. and two. Uh, Let's have a look. Uh, but uh, their win versus South Florida snapped a little two-game loser that they were on. They're 9-1 straight up, 6-4 against the spread at home, 2-1 in conference, yada, yada, yada. Total has gone under in six of the last line, nine games. And we have a line here, Memphis, five-point home favorite against your beloved Bearcats, total 140. Uh, there must be something wrong with this, Craig. I was surprised this line was where it is. I thought this line, you know, I always try to predict the lines before they come out to see, you know, where there could be value for me. I thought Memphis would be six, six and a half point favorite. Cincinnati team's just not been the same. Coach John Brandon's first year has not worked out. I was not a Mick Cronin fan, huge Bob Huggins fan, not a Mick Cronin fan. I thought the new style that Coach Brandon brought in that he had, you know, just across the river there at Northern Kentucky would be very successful with a team that was pretty athletic. But then, you, you, you know, the big problem was Cumberland, uh, the returning AAC player of the year, has been injured and not been playing well, not been shooting well. And so I, uh, this is Memphis team has a lot more talent than this Bearcats in shooting and playing a lot better. I just don't know if Coach Penny Hardaway, you can bet against him at home this year. He's been pretty good at home. Uh, you know, they're 9-7 and seven against the spread overall against the Bearcats team that's just 6-10 and 10 against the spread overall. I just think uh, Memphis has a lot more upside here. Yes, Cincinnati did win at UCF the last time, uh, but UCF, not that UCF team that we saw almost uh, beat Duke last year. I just think Memphis is a way better team. Yes, that loss at Wichita last week is a little surprising. I think I was on the show last week, and that was one of my picks. I liked Memphis getting the points they didn't cover. Uh, but, you know, Wichita is a very good team, and they're good at home. I think Memphis at home turns the tables on a Bearcats team. Uh, they got over on them last year. Let's take Memphis minus five here. We take the Memphis minus five. Right. Under or over, or any thought on it? Uh, you know, I like the over here because, you know, Coach Brandon, the way he was successful at Northern Kentucky is to play more up-tempo. Uh, so Cincinnati is not in that defensive team that we've seen in years mm -hmm. past with Coach Cronin. All right, let's move on, shall we? Utah and Arizona in the Pac-12. The running Utes, 10-5, and 8-7 and seven against the spread. 6-4, and four, they lost the last two, including a 52-91 loss to Colorado. They're 1-2 and two straight up and against the spread away from home. 1-2 and two in conference. Uh, total has gone under in four of the last six. And the Wildcats, 11-5, and 8-8 eight and eight against the spread. 5-5, five and five, their last outing was a 65-82 loss to Oregon State. Uh, at home, though, they're 8-1 and one straight up and 7-2 and two against the spread. The total has gone over in four of the last six. And by the way, they're 1-2 and two in conference. And they are, are you ready for this, Craig? You probably know this. So probably. Sit, they're 12.5-point home favorites. Just just slightly massive home favorites against a 10-5 and five team with the Utah running, uh, running Utes. Uh, total 144. Does it seem like a, an overly big number to you? Well, it's actually 13 now. So if you didn't oh, like it at 12 and a half. I don't like I don't it know. at 13 either. Well, guess so, what? Yeah. There's a reason for that. 91-52 okay. lost Utah at Colorado last time out. Yes, yeah. Colorado is a very tough to play, place to play, and Colorado is pretty good this year. But 91-52, pretty embarrassing. Arizona, not a whole lot better. The Oregon loss... Not a, nothing to, to shame about the overtime loss there. But then they went to Oregon State. Oregon State's not very good in loss. So well, by I, almost 30 points. Right. So I think you see points. a bounce-back game from Coach Sean Miller, Arizona team. I like Arizona here. I lay the big number. When you see a number that's this big after uh, something like that, after two losses for Arizona, that tells you how much better talent-wise uh, the odds makers think Arizona is over Utah. Utah is just not very good this year. 
So lay the big number. Lay the 13 points here with Arizona. And what I think is going to be a big blowout, second in a row for Utah. Utah just one and two against the, against the spread on the road this year, too. So haven't been very good away from home. Well, I, I don't want to tell you why I disagree with you. Okay, I disagree with you because if you look at these records, they're almost identical, okay? Plus, they're both one and two in conference play. Um, you know, Arizona got, uh, beat, uh, got beat by Oregon State by, what, almost 20 points? And yes, 52-91 loss to Colorado is a bad loss, no doubt about it. But it just seems 12 and a half points, despite being eight and one straight off at home, is a bit big. I'm not saying well, sprinkle also the lost, money line on Utah. They lost 80 to 52 at home to San Diego State. San Diego State is a good team, but 28 points. I mean, they've had some really ugly. When they lose, they usually get whitewashed, right. and that's the worry here. And you know, Utah just doesn't have the. I, I'm, Arizona Am I talking has. talking you into this trap? No, no. Oh. Arizona has two to three pros on their team. Utah has zero. All right. And this is a game about Jimmy's and Joe's. All right. Lay and the that's points. Get it done. Lay the points. All right. You heard him. All right. Uh, next up, Cal at USC. Another Pac-12 matchup here. Uh, the Cal Golden Bears, eight and eight, six and ten against the spread. They're four and six. They've won the last two, including a 61-58 win over Washington. They're 0-3 straight up and against the spread on the road. Not a great record there. They're 2-1 in Pac-12 play. A lot of P's in that. Easier said than done. Yes, they're 1-4 straight up in the last five against SC. And as for the USC Trojans, they're 13-3. They're 8-8 against the spread. They're 8-2. The last outing was a very lucky 74-63 win <laughs> over UCLA. They're 6-1 straight up, 2-5 against the spread at home, 2-1 in conference. The total has gone under in five of the last five, and they're 1-3 against the spread on days when the coaching staff have accepted bribes in excess of $75,000. They're 2-4 and four otherwise. Okay, they are also 11.5-point home favorites here with a total of 131. Mr. Trapp, tell me they're going to get blown out by, the, by Cal. Yeah, I... I USC getting 11 and a half or laying 11 and a half seems a little much when a after you play a rival I always look for a way to play uh, against them if they're a big favorite and the reason is because you you get so much into these rivalry games that it's easy to have a letdown in the next game when they you're a big favorite that is the case here but I'm gonna go with the total here instead mm. this this team has uh the last cows gone two uh, two and one to the under the last three games USC five in a row has gone under. This USC defense is pretty good. Cal's offense isn't good. So to me, this smells like an easy under game and what could be a little uh, yeah, hiccup-type game for USC. I think they get off to a slow start. We'll win this game. I think it's a little too many points, but I think it's very safe to play the under here. So we're going to take the under 132.5 against the USC or with the USC team that I think's defense carries the, the, the flag again today. So a slow start, but of course those payoffs will start to hit about what? Maybe they pay time. off the ref. Exactly, about <laughs> half time. You never know. Uh, yeah. They may bring in some some draw, quickly draft some new players who were on the rowing team right. before. But hey, you know, it's Cal's all good. also off a big big uh, win against Washington, uh, one in overtime. Get back so I think to my slagging of USC. Come on, don't try and change the subject. Listen, crap. it happens. You can bash your rival if you want, but USC was the better team. Probably will be the better team when they play the second time too. That's just not true. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just, look, UCLA let them get into the game them, and right, win it so that right. they would feel overconfident for the second game when they, of course, will get crushed. To, not, not just a crush, but a spirit crushing you, you defeat, hired, no doubt. You guys hired Coach Mick Cronin that I was, like, willing to drive cross-country. In, in, in I would rent a limo, drive it myself, drive him across country just to get rid of him out of UC. 
Thank you for UCLA taking them. Thank you. All right. That's going to wrap up this segment. Hope you've enjoyed it. Don't worry. Lots more free picks coming up after the break with Joe Duffy will join me. We'll talk some more college basketball and a couple of NBAs in there too. So stick with us here. Picksandparlays.net. And don't forget, we have a special offer, 15% off you promo code TIE, right, Craig? T-I-E, 15% off all of our expert picks at picksandparlays.net. All right. I'll be right back at you after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you each and every weeknight. Well, throughout really the night, it's, let's just say, afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and it is early afternoon on the Pacific Coast, or 1 p.m. Pacific Time, for one hour of the best free sports pick anywhere on syndicated radio. And we also stream live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to find us. All you got to do is search for Picks and Parlays or hashtag Parlay Radio, and if you want to comment during the show, we'd love for you to do that. We'll see your comment here in the studio, and uh, it'll be shown to me, and I'll mention it, even if it's rude, even if it's very rude. You know how this works. We just we just love comments. Okay, coming up, Joe Duffy. Why Joe Duffy? Sean Duffy's sick, apparently. He ate some of uh, Sean Higgs' cheesecake, made him a little ill. So, Joe, Brother Joe is filling in. Hey, Joe, how's it going? I'm doing just fine, St. Nick. I, every time I watch your show, I keep waiting for someone from the NFL Hall of Fame to come in and say that you're the first inductee in the gambling wing of the NFL Hall of Fame, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> in the bovine scatology area of the Hall of Fame, no doubt. Okay, uh, let's do it, Duffman. Let's talk. Uh, we have a couple of N uh, NBA games and then we're going to do some college basketball. So why don't we take care of the NBA games first? Because I believe we had uh, curated uh, Jazz at Pelicans and Suns at Knicks, right? Am I mistaken or uh, am I mistaken? No, we curate. Yeah, the, I'm sorry. Yes, the Sun, Yeah, you are correct. Yes, yes. Okay, let's start with that. Jazz at Pelicans. The Jazz, 28 and 12. 21-18, and you like that pause. That's like a William Shatner-style pause, okay? 28-18, I, I practice that. 28-18 and one against the spread. They're 10-0, and 0, perfect in the last 10. The last time they lost a game the Jazz did was before Christmas, to be specific, December 23rd, and all the kiddies were starting to harass you about what you were giving them and what Santa was going to bring. That's when the Utah Jazz lost their last game. Seems like a lifetime ago. They're 6-0 straight up, 5-1 against the spread away from home. Mike Conley's still out with that hamstring. The total has gone over in four of the last five games. And the Pelicans, well, kind of the other way, 15 and 26, 20, 20 and 1 against the spread. They're 7 and 3, though, recently, so they picked it up. The last game was a seven point win as a dog against the Pistons, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, they're 7 and 12 straight up, 10 and 9 against the spread at home, but lots of injuries. JJ Reddick, uh, Jeru Holiday, Derek Favors, Brandon Ingram. They're all out for this game. They've gone over in eight of the last eight. Now, I didn't get a total or a line on this one when I did my copious research. Uh, but, Duffy, what are you seeing on this one? Yeah, well, I, I see that uh, Reddick is questionable. He might wind up playing. He is averaging 15.7 points per game. Uh, five games this month, playing pretty well, averaging 18.2, 3.2 rebounds, 2.4 assists, and 26.8 minutes. So we know he can really open things from outside. I did miss the last two games. Josh Hart, though, would get the start if Reddick isn't able to play. But no, I, I don't believe he is definitely out. 
Uh, reserve forward Kenrick Williams will miss his fourth straight game. And, you know, he gives them uh, a couple of quality minutes. He is averaging 5.1 re- uh, rebounds, but it does look like Okafor is going to come back for the Pelicans. 8.5 re- uh, points per game, 4.6 rebounds in 24 games this year. And as you said, True Holiday is out for the Pelicans. He's a key 19.6 points per game, 4.9 rebounds, and 6.5 assists. So uh, this is one of those where, and, you know, Lonzo Ball will probably get some playing time, but it does look like New Orleans could be very shorthanded for this game. Although, as you said, Favors is coming back. He uh, should be back for the Pelicans. Mm. Nine previous games to uh, getting hurt, averaging 11.2 points per game, 12.4 rebounds. So, you know, he's playing pretty well, and Brandon Ingram is probable. So, so many injuries here. Um, If all the questionable guys don't play, obviously the line will skyrocket. And and as I've said, uh, the NBA is the one and only sport where my computer says that uh, road favorites, big road favorites, are actually good plays. So I would lean towards the Utah Jazz, but keep a close eye on the uh, injury report as the day goes along because this line's probably going to move based on simply the injury reports, not so much, you know, uh, big bets, but I think it's going to move just based on any updated injury news. Yeah, so J.J. Redick not playing, but if you see J.J. Abrams is taking the court in his stead, you may be worried. Okay, next up, Suns at Knicks. Suns, 16-24, and 12-19-1 against the spread. They're 5-5. Five and five. They lost the last outing to the Hawks, 110-123. to I'm not sure that's quite as embarrassing today as maybe it would have been a couple of weeks ago, but it's still pretty embarrassing. They're 7-10 and 10 straight up, 10-7 and seven against the spread away from home. Ricky Rubio is listed as a question mark for this game. The total's gone under in four of the last five, and the Knickerbockers, they're just pretty bloody awful. I mean, they are 11-30, and 20-21 and 21 against the spread, 4-6, and six, Coming off a 102-128 loss to the Bucks, no shame there. Bucks, great team. Six and thirteen straight up, nine and ten against the spread at home. Uh, uh, Marcus Morris, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Frank Tilikina are all out, and I got that right. I know I did. They've gone over in the last five. Uh, this has got to be. I mean, the Knicks are at home, but uh, the Suns aren't like an incredibly wonderful team. This may be a little tighter. What do you think this is going to be, like a, a minus two and a half? Yeah, the, um, you know, the, the Suns aren't exactly a tremendous team themselves. So, yeah, they should be about a, a three-point favorite. Um, yeah. And breaking news now, I heard that J.J. Walker is actually going to play for the Pelicans. Oh, J.J. Yeah. Walker, okay. Yeah, there you go. He And he's going to play Dino Mike. Oh, Dino Mike. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> ah, all right. I... I I think you said that Ricky Rubio uh, is out of question. Well, I, I do believe he's going to be back. He only missed the last game because of some personal reasons. A uh, big injury, though. Kelly Oubre will be out for the Suns. He's a heck of a player, exciting player. Uh, Skywalker, for sure. 18.3 points per game, 6.3 rebounds. So Cameron Johnson and Mikel Bridges will get some added playing time. Uh, for the next, though, uh, Bullock was probable. A good player, averaging 9.9 points, 1.6 steals but in nine games. And, yeah, Nidakinia, he is questionable after missing the last three games. You blew 6. it. 6.2 points. You, I know, 2.2 2 reasons. I, I know, well, you know, uh, there's, yeah, so, some of these. But I still Kini. just say Giannis for, uh, you know, Milwaukee's best player. But, yeah, we'll call him Frank, Frankie N. Yeah, uh, let's do Dennis, that. Yeah, Dennis All right, Massey. so what are we doing? We're laying the points on the Suns, about three-point row favorites. Yeah, I, I, w- I would probably lean towards laying the points there. 
Okay, all right, fair enough. I'll go with you on that one. Uh, let's talk about, uh, what are we doing next? Uh, I've got to actually read my list here. Oh, yes, we're going to do, um, are, we do are we doing, uh, what do you have? Colorado, Arizona State? No, 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 I, I, got, I got Oregon and, and oh, Washington Oh, Oregon and Washington. State. Let's do that one. And Middle Tennessee, yes, okay. I was going to do the games that I'm doing with uh, Chip Chirimbus. He probably wouldn't remember those. That's, you know, he didn't take his ginkgo biloba. But all right. Um, or his centrum. Let's get to yeah. it, shall we? Oregon, Washington yeah. State, the Ducks, quack, 14 and 3, 11 and 6 against the spread. 8 and 2 on a three game winning streak, coming off a 78 69 win over Arizona State. They're 2 and 1 straight up against the spread as well on the road. They're 3 and 1 in conference. CJ Walker likely won't play. Total's gone over in five of the last six. Washington State Cougars, 10 and 7, 6 11 against the spread. Look, since their six game unbeaten run ended, they're one and three. So they were flying high, and something went pear-shaped quickly, and I'm not sure what it was. Uh, last outing was a 26-point loss to Stanford. They're seven and two straight up, four and five against the spread at home. Jalen Sheed is a doubt, over in five of the last seven. And look at this, big road favorites. Oregon, 10-point road favorites here with a total of almost 140, 139.5 to be exact. See a little high for you or not really? Not the total, the points. Um yeah, I, I, once my um, I'll take a look at some totals once my database uh, is updated. Yeah, C.J. Walker, I'm hearing that he could actually return. Not that he's necessarily going to return, um, but you know he played six starts in place of Shakur Houston, and Houston just returned. So it would be nice to get both of these guys, which all of a sudden would improve the front court because for a good part of the year, uh, one of these guys have been out. But uh, Walker is averaging 5.7 points per game, 3.1 rebounds, and very good from three-point land in limited tries, but six out of 18. So he's fairly versatile. Um, again, he's the type of player that, as I said, can sneak under the radar. Whether he does or doesn't play, I think that's going to be less accounted for in the line. But it uh, does look like Houston will be back for the Ducks. He averages 8.8 .8 points per game, 7.3 rebounds. I do think that Oregon's finally starting to put it together. I know they said they still work it on the rotations, which is tough when you have had some key players in and out of the lineup. But I do think that, you know, this is a good chance where Oregon might be um, healthier than they've been recently if Walker does return. So I would take Oregon. It should be laying about 10 points. Well, they are doing exactly that. It's Oregon minus 10. And yes. you think that's a good number? I, I do think it's a pretty good number, especially – if they are coming back. But at the same time, look, is it going to be a premium pick? Probably not because when you do have guys in and out of the lineup, that kind of gets into my predictably unpredictable. You know, they, they could explode, but they could also come uh, out flat. And I can see when you're laying that big of a number with guys shuffling in and out of the lineup, I can see how the other side is tempting. All right. Uh, we are just about out of time, yeah. Joe. Uh, very quickly, what's up with you? What do you have up at picksandparlays.net? for our listeners and viewers to partake in. Yeah, we, we will certainly have, um, by the time I release all my plays, I should have three to five plays up at uh, picksandparlays.net and, you know, maybe even a couple more in college basketball. Very nice. Joe Duffy, the Duff man, always a pleasure. You can find Joe at picksandparlays.net. I know there was one game we didn't get to. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it with my next guest, the chipper himself. Chicken dinner time, Chip Chirimbus. 
Currently, the man is on fire, 77% with his NBA picks in the last 20 or so. Pretty good. Stay tuned. Chip Chirimbus coming up next. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter at Mick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. And don't forget, if you're checking us out on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell for notifications every time we post a new video. And we do post a lot of videos throughout the day. All right, I'm going to step aside. Be right back with Chip Chirimbus. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Twitter me, twatter me, just reach out and shatter me. At Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'm a poet as well. It's one of the requirements to hosting a show, Picks and Parlays. You have to have some sort of literary background to just be involved in the site in general, I might add. Um, anyway, enough about me. Let's tell you about my next guest. Currently, he is super hot at picksandparlays.net. That is right. I have his stats here. And believe you me, he told me, so I better get him right. Uh, he is 17-5 and five in the NBA right now. That's 77%. That is just smoking hot. And if you want your chicken dinner hot, well, most people do. He is hot right now. Let's bring him on in. Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. Chipper, how are you, my friend? I'm fine, Nick. How are you? This is a, a great three-week run. We're talking about our single strongest plays a day, our megabuck play. We give one out a day, and like you said, we're 17-5-1 and one in the last 23 selection. That's over three weeks of winners. So I'm really looking forward to what's going on out here right now. We've got some great games in college basketball. The season's really heated up. And, of course, the NBA, they're getting ready to take their midpoint break at the All-Star break. But we've, you know, a break right now, it isn't anything we're looking forward to, Nick, but uh, each and every day we're coming up with more games. All right, well, Chip, speaking of games, we have a few, um, and I'm right. actually going to throw you a little curve. I'm going to throw you a game I don't think you prepped for, but, you know, you are the man, capital T, capital well. M, so I know you're going to be good with it. But let's start with the two uh, college basketball games. By the way, we were going to talk about an NBA game, but there are no lines whatsoever for this game, so we're not going to get to that one today. Uh, we're going to do Colorado at Arizona State. Let's start in the Pac-12, Chipper. The Buffaloes. 13 and 3, 7, 8 and 1 against the spread. They're 7 and 3. They lost the last outing to Utah, 91 to 52. Ouch, is all I can say on no, that. Nick. No, no Nick. That no. was one of my top plays. Colorado beat Utah, 91 oh, to 52. They beat them. Well, you see. They beat Utah. And that's why they're 7 and 3. You know, Chip, I have not taken my so, Ginkgo Biloba today, so there you go. They beat them, well, you know, 91 <laughs> to 52. Correct. Thank you. Well, you know, know, you've got so many different things passing your um, passing your desk, and you're sitting there looking at all these different games and prepping for everyone else. Just I can basically understand. unpaid um, bills is the main thing passing <laughs> by my desk right now. Tell <laughs> me about that. I know about that. <laughs> all right. They're 1-1 straight up and against the spread away from home. 3-1 in conference. Total's gone over in six of the last six. Uh, Arizona right. State Sun Devils. They're 10-6, and 8-8 eight and eight against the spread. They're 6-4. and four. Now, they won their last game. 69 to 78 against Oregon. They're six and one straight up, three and four against the spread at home. Nice home record. One and three in conference Nick. play, though. Did I blow it again, Chipper? You transposed it again. It's oh. Oregon beat Arizona State 78 69. I They're said coming that. off a loss. At, I said I that. Thought you think, I thought you said no. that they beat Oregon. No, I didn't. So the total's gone under in sure? 10 of the last 15. Hearing aid, turn it up, Chipper. Okay, Colorado, two-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is 139. Well, Colorado's been a pretty, a pretty good surprise already this year at 13-3. and three. That big win over Utah that we had mentioned earlier, 
They've won six of their last seven. And um, like you mentioned, though, their last six games all have gone over the total. They're four and one against the points in their last five. But, Nick, there is a major drawback to what Colorado has here. They've only covered three of their last ten games overall, and that includes that big win over Utah. Arizona State, surprisingly, 10-6 and six off the three-game road trip. They, as an underdog, are 6-1-1 one one in their last eight. They're a small dog here, but at home, Nick, they're only 1-5 in their last six home games. But they go over six times. They're over 6-2 and two in their last eight games. Um, Colorado's manages to go over 6-0 and oh in their last six games. I think rather than take a chance or wonder around what's going on, I'm going to root for both teams to score every time they get the ball. I'm looking for this team, this to go over the total. So we're going to go over the total in that one. All right, I like it. Let's right. move on, shall we? Uh, over the total on the Sun Devils at uh, 139. Uh, let's go. Right. Santa Clara at Gonzaga. This is a West Coast Conference game here. Uh, the Santa Clara Broncos, 15-3, and 8-8 eight eight against the spread. They're 8-2, and two, coming off the 67-66 win against St. Mary's. Correct. Correct. Yes, beating St. Mary's, is, the Gales is, yep. is a big to-do out there. There's only three real teams in the entire conference, Santa Clara, Gonzaga, and St. Mary's. So yeah, all right. that's well, a that's big win for them. Right, and they're one and three straight up and against the spread on the road. Two and one in conference. Total's gone over in four of the last six. And Gonzaga Bulldogs, 18 and one. By the way, the only loss this season came back in November to Michigan. They're 10, eight and one right. against the spread. They're 10 and 0 so far in the last 10. Their last game was a 24. Five-point win over Loyola Marymount. They're 10-0 straight up, 5-5 five five against the spread at home. Perfect 4-0 in conference. Then they've gone over in 11 of the last 13. So in other words, let's just, let me just sort of di digest this down to its basic. Right. Gonzaga are a very good team, okay? And Santa Clara, also a pretty good team, which is why, Chipper, I am surprised, especially given the fact that you just said there are only three really good teams in this entire conference. But then I right. think there are only six teams in this conference anyway, by the way. Um, <laughs> true, true, true. Well, it, it, the West Coast Conference is, is very weak, and Gonzaga's dominated for a couple yeah. of decades now. But 15-3 uh, for the Broncos. Nice win against St. Mary's. Yet Gonzaga, 20-point home favorites, Chipper. That seems, I mean, Gonzaga just that much better? I, it, they they appear to be. I mean, if the idea that the uh, the pundits have actually moved them up to the number one spot is really um, gives them a lot of credit because uh, this team usually doesn't play a tough schedule, and it's always the same old story at the end of the year. Who did they play? And they, they always seem to get slighted in the rankings. This yeah. time around, it looks like they're getting their full credit. 20 points, though, Nick. That's an outrageous number in a conference game against, against a team that's 13-3. and three. So I think they point. really feel that Gonzaga's dominating, um, dominating the conference, and they've, they've dominated Santa Clara and, uh, for a while now. But, you know, I think the total on this game was 155, which for a college basketball game is outrageously up, high. It's gone up. Yes. 156 and, and it's going up. Well, maybe for good reason, because Santa Clara is 28 and 11 to the over in their last um, 39 games against the better teams, against teams with winning percentages. And they're over 6-2 and two on the road. Um, you know, I'd have a tendency to want to take the 20 points here, but Gonzaga as well is 11-2 and two to the over in their last 13, yeah. and 5-1 and to the over at home. So rather than a claw it out, because you know what the, the problem with these type of games, Nick, is that Gonzaga, 
um, though they're fighting every single time out, every minute, a lot of these teams, you know, say the, the Dukes and established clubs, they get that big lead and, and then they coast the last eight, 10 minutes. And you're always afraid of a backdoor cover by the Broncos, Santa Clara, or whoever the big underdog is. So, you know, this way, just look for them to keep throwing points up and putting points up very good offensively. Gonzaga doesn't turn the ball over. They're going to have a great number of opportunities to score. I think this game goes over the total. 20 wow. is awful inviting. It looks like we can take the 20, but 155 really raises my eyebrows here. 156 Both these and lines, a half. I'm, right? There we go. So, yep. I mean, just to start there, you're talking about you, you need one team to score 80, without a doubt, and we're, we're talking about 40-minute games. We're so, getting to NBA numbers here, Chipper. Yes, yeah. It's, and Well, the NBAs are always up around 200s, but I know. the college guys are only I playing said, 40 minutes. I said we're getting to NBA numbers. I didn't say we were there, <laughs> but we're getting there. But no, suddenly, I, I mean, yes. if you look at the other college games, you're looking at, you know, 139, 120s, 140s, you know, this 156 and a half. Uh, it's, it, defense, I suppose, isn't going to be played in this game. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, no. you know, in, in today's era, in today's basketball, um, I think there's a more likely chance that it goes over at the three-point shot. And when you've got really good teams that are great offensively, have great balance, like both these clubs do, there's probably going to be a lot of scoring. All right, uh, Chipper, I'm going to throw a yeah. curveball your way. How are you uh, feeling about Conference USA right now? Well, I don't play in it, but uh, you know, do you mean overall strength? Do you mean teams well, like... let's uh, talk Middle Tennessee versus uh, FAU. The Blue Raiders. I can't really tell you. I really can't tell you too much about them. Um, I, I really can't. Not at all. I mean, you, you did because throw me a both... curveball, and it, it, it was more like a changeup, and I'm not. Yeah, ready it was for a changeup. Yeah, I, I know. We were going to do an NBA game, but that doesn't exist right now. So I figured well, we maybe. they're going to play it. What's that? They're going to play it. I, I know. said they're going to play it. Regardless. They're going to play it, but we don't. We don't have much to talk about about that. Okay, fine. If you don't want to talk uh, Conference no, no. USA, I. I Listen, I, I'd want to if I knew it was coming up, Nick, but I, I have no idea what the records of either of these clubs are right now. You, you don't follow the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders I, very closely? I, I they're, not, follow, they're not on alert on I your just, cell phone? No, I just look to single out the, the single strongest play on the day. If it's in that conference, it's in that conference. But for the most part, I'm getting the, the major schools. We're getting the big-time games, and um, that seems to work out best for me because I, I can rely you know, and have confidence that there's enough action on this game. You know, Chipper, I, I heard you actually have yeah. the, tw the calendar of the Middle Tennessee Blue Raider cheerleaders, <laughs> and uh, you've apparently made it a point to leave April up even though we're only in January. So something's going on, Chipper. You must know something about well, this school. Well, it's a great part of the country to be in. I know that. I know that when I was in Tennessee, um, when I was in the U.S. Army, they were calling me um, Yankee. So yep. um, the South still, still exists down there, Nick. And I don't know if you're still driving on the other side, the wrong side of the road in England, but uh, we make adjustments here as well. All right, Chipper, uh, just very yep. briefly, let's talk a little AFC and NFC action. You've got about a minute on okay. each one. Uh, anything right. in particular to look out for as we get down to these divisional finals, championships? All right, we can talk about the Niners and the Packers and the fact that uh, that Aaron Rodgers, who's a classic Hall of Famer without any question, has been a seven-point dog or more in three different playoff games, and he's lost all three. But, Nick, the points are the differential. He's covered all three. I mm. think the San Francisco line is very high at 7.5 over a team uh, – Green Bay's quality, but when you see the way their 
offensively, they dominated the line of scrimmage last week against Minnesota. And Minnesota considers themselves a running game. Their top running back had 16 yards in the entire day. I can understand the impression on the Niners being this strong a favorite at home. But Garoppolo doesn't have that experience that Aaron Rodgers has. And I think that's going to bring money toward the Packers. I'm a little leery on it right now. We've got the rest of the week to see what happens with the action and, and the attitude of the players. But uh, that's a tough call right now at seven and a half. I think that's a big yeah. line. Yeah, you, you and, think and maybe it, a little bit too much confidence uh, and that the Packers are going to put on a better showing than most people Well, expect. you know, they, they said the Niners might be overconfident last week. And, and look, you know, I'd rather have a team be confident that they're going to win than, than have doubts. But um, this is a tough one with that number. We'll see what happens. I, it can come down. I don't know if it will. I don't think so because the Niners have been that good. All right. Well, Chipper, we're just about out of time. So uh, very quickly, what can we find out from you up at picksandparlays.net? Well, each and every day I post um, three NBA best bets. And today, actually, I have three NCAA college best bets. I had five on Wednesday. See the three to five. I'm going to give you a chance to make money. There's no one in one split where you don't get you, We're looking for a profit every day. So you're either going to get one game, three games or five games. And, you know, right now we're in our groove and we're sitting there taking it a day at a time and really feel very comfortable with what we're doing. Like we mentioned, 17 and five against the points in the last 20 um, two megabuck winners in NBA action. And in, as a matter of fact, in college basketball right now, we're six and two in the last eight as well. We had a big winner last night and we're looking forward to more. All right, finally, Chipper, one last game I want to throw by you. Jalisco International Technical College against Cape Girardeau A&M. Uh, any thoughts? Nick, ne you're not as funny as you think, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chip Chirimbus, always a pleasure. By the way, you can get Chip's picks up on the website right now. He's one of our top handicappers. You heard NBA. He's currently 77%. Uh, that's over, uh, what, 17 and 5. That's 20 22 games. He's 77% the last 22 NBA games. Pretty impressive stuff. And you can get Chip's picks for 15% off. Use promo code TIE, T-I-E. In case you missed any of the picks we've given out on this show, stay tuned. Right after the break, I'll recap them all for you. Welcome back. Picks and Parlay's programming reminder, Monday through Friday, get out your Sharpie, folks. And I say Sharpie, and, and get out something equally as ancient as Chip Chirimbus, a Philofax. Remember those things? You remember those? Or a day runner. Take your, take your Sharpie, 4 p.m. if you're on the East Coast, 1 p.m. if you're on Pacific. You write picks and parlays Monday through Friday. Big black script right there on your Filofax, on your day runner. Be sure to tune in. You got the best free picks in the biz. And here's what we had today on the show. We started with Craig Trapp. College basketball, Cincinnati at Memphis. He said, take Memphis at minus five. Utah, Arizona, take Arizona minus 13. And Cal, USC, take the under 132 and a half. Then we had Joe Duffy. He did a couple of college basketball picks for you. Oregon at Washington State, take Oregon minus 10. And Middle Tennessee at Florida State, take Middle Tennessee Plus 10. I actually don't remember doing that with Joe, but that's the pick anyway. Middle Tennessee, plus 10. All right. Um, next up, Chip Chirimbus. Denver, Golden State, take the under. Colorado and Arizona State, take under 141. And Santa Clara at Gonzaga, take the over 155. Those were our picks. 
Hope you enjoyed them. Hope we're going to help you make some money because that's what you love to do. Nothing better than betting on sports. Enjoy the game. Put a little quality coin in your pocket at the end of it and laugh all the way to the next game. That's the way we do it here. Picksandparlays.net. Once again, special offer for our expert picks. We have 35 of the best handicappers in the business. You can get them at picksandparlays.net. And if you want their expert picks, you can get them. We're giving you a free gift, 15% off, promo code TIE, T-I-E. Okay, I will be back with you tomorrow. And tomorrow, it's going to be Premier League preview as well with Al Nino. You don't want to miss that. Plus, of course, loads more college basketball, NBA, and a bit more discussion of the NFL championships. All right, till then, remember, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.